Mama. I don't have Terry. He don't have Mama. Knock the TV. Pizza. Mama. 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 Just want to say the Bat Squatch has become my new favorite podcast. Toth, keep it up, man. You're awesome. Your stories are awesome. Your knowledge is awesome, man. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Bat Squatch podcast. <laughs> How's it going? <clears throat> Welcome to the fake new year. it's just another day in the not so great reset another day in the failing on its way out sinking ship that is the great reset the powers that were are losing the battle losing and are destined to lose so don't worry about that What's going on, everybody? Um, So, so yeah. um, The new year, right? (laughs) It's not really the new year. Why would you start the new year in in the winter when everything's cold, right? So, the truth is, is that we actually have 13 months 28 days a month. Um, That's what lines up with all of the ancient calendars. It lines up with the ancient druids. You know, um, oh yeah, and here's an interesting thing too. Check this out. If you look at a turtle shell, a turtle shell gives you 13 months, 28 days. It gives you a calendar. Gives you an actual calendar. Check that out. You know, Google uh, turtle calendar. You know, 13 months, 28 days, and it'll it'll show it to you. It's pretty cool. So, uh, yeah. So the ancient ca- ancient calendars um, had 13 months, 28 days, and the beginning of the new year. Was on was in April. April is the first month of the year, you know, and then it goes on from there. Or, or if you want to follow the um, uh, the one of the one of the variations of the ancient Druid calendar, then the new year starts on November first. And like Halloween or Samhain is uh, New Year's Eve. You know what I mean? And that one makes a lot of sense too because, you know, then, you know, you've got all of your food uh, supplies are all done and you're all stocked up for the winter and everything. So, so uh, anyway, whatever... <laughs> calendar you want to follow. Um, but the the one we have right now, the Gregorian calendar with 12 months is completely false, completely wrong. And it's like five years off because it took them five years to actually implement the Gregorian calendar since when the, the Caesar, uh, when Caesar died and everything. So, it's designed to pull you out of sync with nature so that you can't connect to so you can't connect to mother earth you know what i mean and, and everything every everything basically in society is designed to um make you think that there is no such thing as spirituality or or a creator or source you know that's and to keep you locked in the first three chakras, survival, sex, and power, <clears throat> and that's where the whole, our whole system, is designed around. And they created that after the last, 
after they destroyed Tartaria and created a whole new system. You gotta remember, after Tartaria, they brought in all these people from underground and created all new laws, like the laws of physics. They created the laws of physics. They created the laws of nature. They created fake the fake science that we have now, the fake math that we have now. It's not real. None of it's real. It's all made up. They literally made up the laws of physics, made up math, and then they rewrote history. And then they taught all that to the people that they brought up from underground to repopulate the earth. And then that, those, the subconscious, the collective consciousness of those people created the reality we have now. You know, that's what's really going on. The laws of physics aren't real. It's made up. Math, all that crap. It's all made up. Science is a lie. Science is a lie. History is a lie. Every, all of it. It's all literally like made up. They created this system on purpose. And then brought in the money, the Babylonian money system. It's all made up. And the collective consciousness of the population makes it physically real. <laughs> That's the honest truth. That it really is the truth of what's going on. So, <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, Happy New Year's or whatever. Wait, just wait. We'll just wait till April to celebrate New Year's. That's the real New Year. You know what I mean? Or you can wait to till the next Halloween or November first, whatever, whatever New Year's you're into. You know. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, so, uh, so okay. So there's been a lot of um, crazy stuff going on. Let's get into some UFOs. Uh, the latest UFO sightings. Um, <clears throat> there was a like kind of like a um, boomerang-shaped UFO that was. Uh, spotted near the sun. I don't know if you guys saw that one or not, but it's pretty cool. Um, they got a photo of it. I think it's from the International Space Station. Uh, but anyway, um, if you just go and Google or... Oh, yes. <laughs> you, you don't want to use Google. <laughs> go on DuckDuckGo or one of these other alternative search engines. Uh, look up uh, Boomerang UFO by the sun and it should pop up. There was a comet-shaped UFO that was spotted over Mexico and photographed. That one's a pretty cool. Uh, looks, I mean, I mean, it looks like a comet, but it's obviously flying. So, check that out. There was a diamond-shaped UFO that was spotted over Maryland just recently. That's a pretty cool one. They got some photographs of it and everything. Pretty cool stuff. So check that one out. There's a circular, like silver, like circular UFO that was photographed over Costa Rica just recently as well. That one's pretty cool. You want to check that one out. It's really like silver, another silver UFO. Uh, there was a like a like a metal kind of like a ladder shape. Uh, UFO that was photographed over Virginia. Um, it's literally, I mean, it's, it's shaped like a ladder. So <laughs> might want to check that out. It's pretty cool. It's kind of a different type of shape of for a UFO. There were um, <coughs> five orange uh, circular UFOs spotted over San Diego. These are pretty cool. Norma, now, uh, these ones, whenever you see a, like a, an orange uh, UFO, especially a, cir a circular uh, orange UFO, that is from Andromeda, from the Andromeda galaxy. So those are Andromedan aliens. So, and I've seen those in real life. Um, they usually line up in like a triangle formation, and they, and they either have no sound or they... They project a like a small hum, you know, like like um, you know, it's really cool. <laughs> uh, I've seen those multiple times in real life. It's really awesome. But they're from Andromeda, 
So you can, if you see those, you try to communicate with them telepathically. So if you're spiritual and meditating, then you usually you can hear them talk, speak to you telepathically. It's really cool. Give that a try next time you, if you ever see. I mean, if you see those UFOs. So. <clears throat> Uh, there was a glowing cigar-shaped UFO that was recently photographed uh, over Virginia. Another one over Virginia. Holy crap. What's going on in Virginia? <laughs> a lot of UFOs in that area lately. So, yeah, check that out. Glowing cigar-shaped UFO. Usually a cigar-shaped you see in the daytime. Um, I've never heard of a glowing cigar-shaped UFO. You know, and usually the cigar-shaped ones are kind of like a mothership type type where they, they uh, smaller ships will will come out of that and start flying around, but this one's glowing, so pretty cool. So yeah, guys, check those out. Check out those UFOs. Um, some pretty cool stuff. Okay, so what's been going on lately? Um, so, I don't know if you guys probably have heard, but if you haven't heard, there's been a lot of like uh, um, like lizard people in uh, Peru, like lizard, I mean like, you know, reptilian lizard people running around <laughs> down in Peru, and people have got some of them on video, on photographs. And they're attacking people, you know, seven to eight foot tall, you know, uh, lizard, lizard people running around, you know, <laughs> it's crazy, you know, I guess David Icke was right, right? Of course he, of course he was, of course. <clears throat> um, so a lot of people have seen them. Um, they've been running around attacking people in groups when, when a group group of people they're out there they run in and attack them and all sorts of weird crap so um, <clears throat> now there's also been just recently uh, more re reports of uh, these lizard people in Miami just recently attacking people in a, I think it was in a mall uh, uh, these like seven to eight foot tall creatures jumping out and attacking people while they're trying to shop, you know. <laughs> Can you imagine you're returning your Christmas gifts to get cash and you got a giant lizard person jumping out attacking you, you know. You know, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's crazy, you know. And, and once again, it's like, does anybody ever stop to talk to them? Because I, I guarantee they have a British accent, you know. <laughs> I bet you they do. Just like, you know what I mean? Just like all these, I bet you like all these creatures, you know, dogmen, all that crap. I bet you all of them have British accents, you know. And it just makes sense, you know. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because at least the least amount of like uh, these creatures are spotted in England. So I would say that... England is where they came from, and then they got they went out all over the world, and so they have a British, they have an English accent, a British accent. So, <laughs> but no, I mean, you know what I mean. <laughs> but I bet, uh, but no, um, there was like um, uh, people were shoot shooting at these creatures in the mall, you know, and everything, and they were crazy. It was nuts. <coughs> um, <coughs> so. You can, you can, um, you can come to any, any theory or any conclusion you want with all this stuff with, with these creatures in Peru, these creatures in Miami. You know, you can say that they're, they were uh, released there by, the David Spade and the Illuminati to distract people from the current news or whatever hell's going on in, you know. Uh, the latest, whatever late, the latest scandal is, or whatever the hell is going on, you know what I mean? <laughs> um, uh, you know, as a distraction, these creatures are a distraction from whatever's going on. Or you can say, well, but what my personal opinion, 
<coughs> my personal opinion is, is that these creatures, um, you know, along with the other creatures that were spotted, that were seen in Las Vegas, remember that? That was another one where these seven to eight foot tall creatures jumped out in, in that guy's backyard and stuff. My personal uh, view or opinion on, on, all, on these creatures and everything is that uh, they, are, they are coming from shot, shot down or blown up spacecraft and they're and they they can't go back to their ship so so like the navy and the galactic federation have shot these shot down these the the, the ships that these creatures were in and these creatures are now can't go back to the ship because it's destroyed i mean like molecularly molecularly destroyed so they they're running around and people are starting to see them because they don't have their cloaking technology anymore. They, they can't shapeshift. They've lost all that. And so people are actually seeing these creatures for what they actually are. They don't have their shapeshifting technology and all this sort of stuff. So people can see them. But they came from spaceships. So these creatures were trying to escape this planet because the Galactic Federation is in control of this planet now. So they go in their spaceship and the Galactic Federation would shoot them down and then this, the ship would land and disintegrate. And now these creatures are, are running around without uh, shape-shifting technology. So that's my theory uh, on what's going on with these creatures and everything. And so, you know, some of them could also be coming up from these underground bases where the, the Galactic Federation and the Navy have, and the Delta Force have blown up and destroyed a lot of these underground bases and have, and some of these creatures have gotten loose or were, um, you know, like uh, <coughs> in uh, hiding, hiding in different areas or different spots and were able to escape. So that's another good theory as well. Um, a lot of the the deep underground bases have been destroyed and um, have been they've been being blown up for a long time for like the last like four years or so somewhere around there and a lot of sometimes creatures escape you know <laughs> you get all sorts of different places where David Spade and the Illuminati are doing weird stuff cloning centers you know and they got these like uh uh, replicating uh, lodges, and, you know, all these places. They, they got to have a place to go and drink the blood, you know, drink the ba the blood from the, you know what I mean? <laughs> David, you know, the Illuminati needs places to go drink blood, you know, go and you know, hang out, have a, have a glass of blood, you know. You know what I mean? You know, along with real-life vampires. Vampires are real. And the Illuminati hang out with them and have a glass of blood, you know. <laughs> You know, but no, they really do this stuff, you know, and, and these places, these lodges, these buildings, these underground bases are being blown up and destroyed, you know, by the Galactic Federation and the Navy and the Delta Force, so that's true, that's all really happening, so that's my, my, kind of my take on these recent creature sightings, <laughs> recent creature sightings, <laughs> speaking of creatures, um, <laughs> Uh, speaking of creatures, did anybody watch The View? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> the weirdest creatures you've ever seen on The View, hosting The View. <laughs> no, that was some weird, non-human weirdos on that show, hosting that show. <laughs> so, anyway, uh, that's my theory on all that stuff, so. Um, so let's, let's get into some cryptid stuff. <coughs> so I want to kind of go over some like, uh, kind of like little, little like lesser known cryptids that you don't hear about too often. 
You know what I mean? So, <clears throat> so down, um, down in Florida, in Florida they have these creatures that are about, that range from four to 12 feet tall. And uh, they're called uh, swamp blobs. <laughs> swamp blobs. <laughs> Isn't that a good one? Did you see a swamp blob today, Jeff? Yeah, I did. All right, you know. <laughs> uh, but no, now in Florida, they have these swamp blobs. They're about four to 12 feet tall. And they're nocturnal, so they come out at night. So if you're out in Florida, you know, trapping or, you know, skinny dipping or whatever the hell you're doing down there, <laughs> partying in the swamp, you might come across a swamp blob. <laughs> so they come out at night and they, they let out this like loud, like screaming shriek, I guess you could call it. Sometimes they'll, they'll chase you through the swamp. <laughs> you know what I mean? They'll walk through your camp or like around your camp and you can't hear them. They can walk without making noise. <coughs> um, that makes that was a that particularly has made people think that they are kind of inter interdimensional because they can phase in and out of reality, kind of like Sasquatch can. So that would, I think, the natural conclusion would be that they're probably. Um, uh, benevolent. They're not trying. They're not out to get you, you know. But uh, and then you know, people have seen the swamp blobs uh, with UFOs. You know, somebody see UFOs and all of a sudden a swamp blob appears. You know, and that sort of thing. <coughs> so they have been associated with UFOs. So that would make sense if they are actually interdimensional. So I think that's really cool. It's a crazy creature, you know. <laughs> Seems to be non-threatening, so you could pro and it probably has an English accent. So anyway, <laughs> all right. Uh, <laughs> um, <clears throat> okay, let's get into some other creatures. Um, let's see. Um, this I, I, there's a lesser you know what, there's a lesser known Bigfoot. I don't know if you guys have heard of this, but there's a uh, Bigfoot in the Caucasus Mountains, and what the heck was the name of that? That it was like Abnawaju, Abnawayu, or something like that. Abnawayu. I think that's what it's called. Um, <coughs> yeah, that's what it is. I'm not sure how to exactly how to pronounce it, but that's pretty close. <laughs> close enough, right? <laughs> um, and this Bigfoot uh, sightings have said, people who've seen it said it's about seven to eight feet tall. Um, it has like reddish black hair. It kind of has like that low brow over its, like, uh, like its forehead is a low browish, kind of like Neanderthal look. Um, it has red eyes, so that's not good. Usually, a creature that has red eyes is usually, you know, um, on the nefarious side, I guess you could say. <laughs> uh, you know, um, interesting thing though about this Bigfoot is the people who have seen it uh, said that it has a, it uses spears. You know, like like you know, like in the Olympics, like a javelin. You know, <laughs> so it has a spear. It walks with a spear, throws a spear at you, all that sort of stuff. Weird stuff. You know what I mean? It's and it screams at night, kind of like a garbled kind of scream, a kind of like a mumble, like a mumbling scream. Um, but it's been sighted. People have seen it um, from the 1800s to the 1960s, and even today. You know, I think the majority of sightings were in the 1800s, and it picked up a lot in the 1960s. But there's been even there have been sightings even today. So, 
pretty crazy, but that's in the Caucasus Mountains. Pretty interesting type of Bigfoot. That's the only one I've, I think that's the only one I've really heard of that has a that has a weapon or not a weapon but a spear. You know, probably uses it to hunt. You know, to hunt deer and all that sort of stuff. Deer and elk, whatever the or like uh, fish. Probably uses it uses it that to get fish out of the rivers and things like that. So that's pretty cool. A uh, Bigfoot with a spear. <laughs> oh wow. Okay, let's keep going here. Um, let's see. Uh, <clears throat> so, <clears throat> let's get into some. I've been wanting to talk about this type of cre this creature for a little while. Um, You know, back in the like the 1800s, a lot of people mistook uh, Bigfoot as a human, as a person. And they called them wild man, wild man. Well, there's a there's an interesting uh, wild man in Aberdeen. Um, I think in Aberdeen, Washington, Washington State. So there's a really well-known story uh, back in 1980. A guy named um, what the heck was that guy's name? Frank Bennett. Um, yeah, uh, Frank Bennett. He was hiking at night. Why? Now, first of all, why are you hiking at night? <laughs> what are you really doing? Come on, man. Who goes out and hikes at night? What's the point? What are you trying to do? You're doing what? You know what I mean? It's just weird. Anyway, he sees this like giant ape, you know, and the, and the ape is staring at him, you know. Now, the reason why this is called a wild man instead of a um, Sasquatch or a Bigfoot is because this um, creature. This ape was staring at, at this guy, and the creature had on a white dress shirt and blue pants. <laughs> you know what I mean? What in the hell is going on with this? You know? Have you ever heard of a Bigfoot that wears clothes? That wears, you know what I mean? Human, that wears human clothes? I mean, that is crazy. You know, it's got on this white dress shirt, blue pants. Looks like it just came from a business meeting or something. You know what I mean? <laughs> Look, I was like out. At, it came from like a night of out night clubbing or going to the bar or something. You know what I mean? <laughs> what the hell? And uh, this creature sitting there staring at this dude. You know, in its in its blue and blue pants and white shirt, and it starts thrashing around, yelling and screaming, and you know how Bigfoots do that sometimes when you're with your if they're if you are in their territory, you know. And so it starts doing that, screaming, yelling, jumping up and down, you know, shaking trees and all you know all that sort of stuff, which is really crazy. So the guy continues to stare at it. And then the Bigfoot, it jumped uh, 10 feet into the air uh, into a tree. <laughs> and, it, and then it started shaking the tree, yelling and screaming, thrashing around, you know, throwing branches, and, you know, all this crazy stuff, and then it like it jumped to another tree, and then to another tree, and then eventually uh, it went out out of sight. He couldn't see it anymore, you know. And I guess I guess uh, the sightings have continued. People have continued to see this creature. 
And every time they see it, it has this white shirt and blue pants on, right? So, <laughs> but they said it looks like a Bigfoot. But they call it a wild man. But it's obviously a Bigfoot. Or, or is this some type of mad scientist who turned himself into a Bigfoot and goes through like a Jekyll and Hyde phase where he's a normal guy in the daytime, then at night, at nighttime, he turns into a Bigfoot. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> Businessman by day, Bigfoot by night. You know, <laughs> you know what I mean? What in the hell? <clears throat> what is going on with this creature, right? I mean, I've never heard of a Bigfoot that wears clothes like that. That's so weird. You know what I mean? It's so freaky. <clears throat> it's strange, you know. <clears throat> but uh, people keep seeing it. They, the sightings continue to this day. Recent sightings, uh, uh, sightings in the past, everything. It continues to happen. People keep seeing this creature with the white shirt and the blue pants. You know. <laughs> What in the hell is this? It's weird. It's crazy stuff. So, uh, okay, let's go. <laughs> let's go to another crazy creature. Uh, <clears throat> so this creature is in the Kola Peninsula. Uh, let's see. It's about seven to eight feet tall. It has light gray fur. And it's called a Afania. Afania, I think is the, how you pronounce it, or the name of it. Afania creature. And this creature, you know, is similar to, well, I mean, it's a Bigfoot, you know. <laughs> And it has red eyes, which is a bad, which is bad. Another, another creature with red eyes. <coughs> um, seven to eight feet tall, gray, light gray fur, but it also has like very long arms, like its arms go past its knees. Um, and it's also also nocturnal, so it comes out at night. So there was like a really uh, kind of more of a more well-known sighting of this creature. I think it was back in 1988. Um, now this, the, the, the Kola Peninsula, this is in Russia. So this is kind of like a Russian Bigfoot. Uh, so there's more than one, you know, you have the nasty you know, and this one, the Afonia. Uh, but there was a group of like teenagers in 1988 who were fishing. <coughs> and what happened was is that this creature would let out these sounds. You know how Bigfoot's will make, make noise and stuff. Well, this creature was making, you know, these Bigfoot noises, <laughs> you know. And uh, so these teenagers that were fishing, they started mimicking the sound. So they would they would make the sound back to the Bigfoot. Bigfoot would make the sound, then the teenagers would make the same sound. <laughs> you know what I mean? And they were like uh, like messing with each other. So they went back to their cabin, and they kept hearing the same the same sound. And they, so they would make the same sound back to the Bigfoot and everything. So, so they kind of got freaked out, and so they called the game warden in that area of Russia, and the game warden came by the cabin. And while the game warden was there, uh, he could hear those Bigfoot sounds, and then the teenagers would make the sound back to it. 
you know, <laughs> back and forth, right? Uh, but, uh, <laughs> you know, the game warden heard the sound. He witnessed it and documented it all in his report, you know. So it's really kind of interesting. And then um, the game warden was able to find tracks, like large footprints, large Bigfoot footprints, <laughs> and documented that as well and put that into his report, which is really cool. So you have a documented case with paperwork and everything uh, with this in this Bigfoot. And that's the way the, the you know, um, I guess the kids, the teenagers saw, were able to actually see that, see it, see that it had the, the gray fur and the red eyes and all that stuff. They had some glimpses of it. And, uh, but what's interesting is, is that uh, the creature's still been seen, in, even in recent times, recent years, uh, people have seen this creature in that area, the Kola Peninsula. If you go fishing out there, you know, you, a lot of people who have gone out there fishing and, you know, camping and things have actually seen this creature. Very recent sightings, too. So, um, that's pretty cool, though, that the creature would yell back, you know, to the people back and forth and stuff. But again, I, I, I wouldn't trust any creature with red eyes. It's just not a good idea. You know what I mean? Uh, just as a general guideline, if a creature has red eyes, it's probably better to stay away from it because it's probably on the evil side. You know what I mean? <laughs> red eyes usually are a red flag. Red eyes are a red flag. There you go. You know? <laughs> so, anyway, uh, let's go into another one. Uh, um, let's see. So there's a creature. Wait, no, wait. Not, let, me, let me think for a minute. Not a creature. Let me think. Okay, yeah, I remember now. I was going to talk about some other, some, let's, let's kind of change gears, switch gears a little bit. Um, <coughs> so, uh, in 1868, uh, in the Zulu areas of Africa, that's where this is. That's where this stuff is going on. <laughs> there has been um, documented sightings of these tiny little people. You know, like people that are like six inches tall, right? <laughs> and shorter and smaller. So these tiny little people who are anywhere between six inches to three inches tall, they live in the grass and in the kind of the foothills of the Zulu nation in Africa, in the Zulu areas. And these are tiny little people. They're called the Abatwa. Abatwa, I think that's how you say it. And these are tiny little people that range from three to six inches tall who have been there for millions of years, you know, according to the, the Zulus. These, these little people, I mean, <laughs> they're literally little tiny people. <laughs> Apparently, they're really skilled hunters. And they have like a lot of ancient knowledge. And so they're kind of like kind of like nomadic. They'll travel all over the diff the areas of the Zulu nation and uh, different places. But what they have is they have poison arrows. <coughs> so these little people have poison arrows. And that's why the Zulu don't mess with them. They try to leave them alone. You know what I mean? <laughs> because, I mean, apparently, apparently the poison in these arrows is really strong and can take down a, an animal or a human person. 
with, with just one arrow. I guess the poison is like, you know, from the, the ancient world, from at, the you know, time of Atlantis or probably before that. And they still have access to it. And the Zulus have said that one arrow can knock a person out or it can knock uh, an animal out. You know, and that's really effective, you know, if for a tiny little person, you know what I mean? <laughs> that's something you need because you're so small, you know that? And, um, so, not, not only can these poison arrows, like, completely incapacitate uh, a human person or a, or a large animal, but, but the poison arrow can also, is also deadly. It can also kill a large animal or a, or a, a regular-sized human uh, person. You know what I mean? So these are pretty um, serious little people who uh, who mean business, you know. <laughs> and uh, the the Zulu don't they just leave them alone. They try to stay away from the areas where they're at. But then again, you know, the these little people, the Abatwa are nomadic. They're tra they always tra traveling all over the place. So the Zulu said that you got to kind of, you know, look out and watch out for them. Um, the one thing they, that the Zulu said is that these, these little people, um, <coughs> they're like their tribe, uh, their tribe, uh, they like to sleep on, on ant hills <coughs> for some reason. I don't know why, but that's where they sleep. That's their, well, it's not where they sleep. That's where they prefer to sleep is on an anthill, you know. So that's really interesting. But um, so if you, you know, if you got to wake up and take, go out and use the restroom in the middle of the night, the, if you're camping, it's a good idea to scan the area or look for anthills. If you're out there camping in the Zulu, you know, territory, look for ant hills, you know, because you if you could see some of these little, tiny little people, you know, and if they are actually sleeping on an ant hill near that's close to you, then you just want to be aware that in the morning they're they're going to be around, right? <laughs> You know, because they sleep as a tribe on ant hills, so that's something to look for, uh, or to look out for, if you're ever visiting the Zulu Nation, and you know, and you're out there camping or something. You know, if you're touring, or whatever the case, you know, just try to try to spot the ant hills, and and if you see those that those little those tiny little people sleeping on an anthill, just and then, then then just be aware that during the daytime you're going to want to be on the lookout or just watch. You know, try to stay away from the grass because I guess that's where they like to. That's where they like to hang out, <laughs> is in the like the blades of grass. That's where they kind of congregate is in grass and they go hunting or whatever. So I would stay away from the grass areas. But be try to find the ant hills. You know, look for them. Make sure you know where the ant hills are, so you're not smash. And then again, don't smash an ant hill either, because that's where these little tiny people are going to sleep. You know, <laughs> so yeah, keep an eye out for ant hills in that area if you're ever there. Um, so so then, that was in 1868 when people like uh, society. Modern society started seeing these these little people, these tiny little people, and documenting them. You know, 
So then in 1915, there was this guy, <coughs> uh, what's his name? I think his name was Mervyn, Mervyn Beach. I think that was his name. Uh, 1915, he went to this area and he, um, he saw these tiny little people. Uh, he saw them kind of from a distance. And he saw them doing a lot of interesting things. <laughs> and he documented all this stuff. Um, so it's really interesting because he was he was able to actually see these little, tiny little people, and he said they looked, you know, they looked really like very civilized, very intelligent. Um, he said he saw them. Um, he said their like demeanor demeanor was very aggressive, very like tough. That they like you know like they act they are very very strong, very tough. Uh, kind of pr prowess to them, right? You know, and he said he saw them uh, working working with like iron, with like with like metal. He said they were like kind of like a blacksmith. They were doing kind of these things like 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 a blacksmith would do. They're working and kind of melting metal and iron and things like that, shaping things with metal. You know, and he saw all this stuff with his own eyes. <laughs> really cool, you know. Um, and he said they were acted just like regular people, but he said they act, they were they had gave off this. Their body language was very like like I'm I'm tough. I'm really a tough person. I, even the women were acted very very tough, very aggressive type, you know, strong like mentally strong, physically strong, you know, that the that was kind of like their body language, you know. And uh, they were doing all sorts of different things, work, uh, mel shaping metal into like um, uh, tips for bows and arrows, tips, uh, metal for uh, knife, metal for like um, spears, you know, uh, all sorts of things like that. He said it was really interesting. They're doing all this stuff. So, and apparently, I guess, like the cannibals um, uh, are scared. Uh, the cannibal tribes are scared of these little tiny people. So I guess they don't. <laughs> the, the tiny little people don't like the cannibals and they like take them out with their poison arrows. Poison poison-tipped arrows and stuff like that. Um, so that's really interesting. Um, but yeah, this guy, Mer um, this is in 1915. And uh, the guy's name is Mervyn, Mervyn Beach. You know, he, he documented all this stuff. You know, he said they had like on clothing. And he said their hats they wore kind of resembled the hats of a gnome, you know, that sort of stuff. They said they looked just like regular pe regular people, civilized, intelligent, you know, working with metal and and uh, just living their lives. And apparently, you don't want to mess with them, you know, because one arrow will will literally take you out. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, uh, whatever uh, whatever ancient poison they have is very potent, so it can really mess you up and just like destroy, uh, just you know. Mm a person out really fast so it's interesting you know they have uh, because they've been left alone they still have ancient knowledge you know what I mean so I if it was po if it's possible to actually talk with them and to uh, you know learn learn some ancient knowledge from them that'd be really cool but I don't think they would I mean from what the Zulu have said they're not they're not interested in uh, talking with humans or large humans because they're small humans. So they're not interested in talking with the uh, uh, the tall or the the regular sized people. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, but it would be great 
it would be cool if we could talk to them and find out what ancient knowledge they actually have and what where they came from are they did they are they aliens did they come from a spaceship you know so that would be cool because I mean that's this then um, as a Native American myself that's that's our history is that we came here from we came here on spaceships you know and that's that's the, the history of the majority of indigenous people is that we all we all came here on spaceships, you know, and um, so did the so did the Sasquatch came here. The Star People brought us here, so it brought all of us here. So it'd be interesting to talk with these little these tiny people, the Abatwa, and see what they see what they say, you know, see what where they came from and what ancient knowledge they have, you know, it'd really be cool. So. Anyway, guys, um, I hope you liked this episode, and I'll try to get you more um, uh, episodes. Um, but um, you know, just remember, uh, uh, things aren't as bad as they seem. The Galactic Federation is in control of this planet, and will reveal themselves. Um, so not not in the immediate future, but down the line, not not too long. Uh, remember, 2027 is going to be a good year. Things are going to be, things will change. You'll see some good changes in 2027. Uh, 2030 is going to be supposed. 2030 is supposed to be a really cool year, also. So, you know, uh, just. You know, hang in there and try to look look forward to the future. But just just remember, um, all all you have to all you have to do, all that's required of you is is simply to meditate every day. You know, even if it's for one minute, that's all you have to. That's all you need to do to connect to to source, to the creator, to connect to your spirit guides, your star family to the Sasquatch, just meditate. That's all you need to do. And the longer you meditate, the better, okay? You know, and get some physical, go to the gym, get some exercise. Eat, you know, eat healthy, uh, do your fasting. Fasting is really good for you. Um, so, <clears throat> okay, guys. Um, and if you like this episode, uh, check out my, in I brought my Instagram back up. I got a new Instagram uh, so check out my Instagram, and um, um, like and subscribe and all that stuff. And remember, smoke weed every day, go to the gym every day, uh, eat healthy, stop drinking alcohol, um, and uh, get as much exercise as you can and uh, meditate every day, and don't forget the dark chocolate. All right? All right. Take it easy.